Oh my god. That was disgusting. Poop joust might be he the even name did of this it episode. with his finger. He I'm re- did it. I'm recording. He acted it out with I his know. finger. He's trying to slide up in his in, in her BMs. Ew. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I came in like a wrecking ball. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Astronauts, you are now rocking with the worst, and trust it was way worser before you tuned in. Uh, this is the worst case scenario, and I am your host, Valio Glacius, Punani DeFranco, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, the Archduke Depeche Mode, Von Luftballons, the Poop Jouster, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. And uh, with me, as usual, the one who could not be grossed out enough. Silvery Plath, Woko Ono, Alicia Silverstones, Paloma Abdul, and uh, the man who invented poop jousting with both fingers, Adam Strange, a.k.a. Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Dirty Vice Finger would have worked there. The Vice Count, <laughs> Dirty Finger, and now we finally know why. On season 14, you finally find out why they call him the Vice Count. Dirty finger. That was the big reveal, and it happens right at the top of the episode. It's you know, spoiler alert. Yeah. Ooh, spoiler alert. Am I right? Oh god. <laughs> oh, so gross. I'm reverted to poop. Are jokes. there any cocktails that have prune juice in them? Is that like uh, a, a dr- an alcohol? I'm thing? sure there are, but they're probably like depression What, what would it be called? <laughs> you know, the poop joust. Um, you don't want to know the Soylent Green, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, we we could we could spitball on this for a while, but uh, I think that Silvery would not. It would turn her brown eye blue. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that was another anal sex joke for you. Um, all right. So as long as we're on, how hard <laughs> to turn it blue? Yeah, like you really got to turn the shit out of that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's that's a horrible. Turn the brown eye blue. That's oof. That's some rough. That's uh, that's, that's what they call rough trade. Welcome to the show. One rough customer. Yeah. Um, that's to chase out the simps, you know. Most people that can't handle our show, they would they'll, they'll be pushing stop right now. Like simps. that's enough for me. Are we using simps now? You did that to me earlier in a conversation a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, no, we're not we're not using simps now. I don't even know what it means. Because the funny thing is, pe- people that use that term are what I would clar- classify as simpletons. So it's yeah, not that, is like, it? Is it sympathy? Some, it no, it's 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 yeah, it's like it's like troll shit. It's like people like that are like teenagers now. What, what when conservatives use it, I think maybe they're like being mad. They're like they, they, those people have sympathy. Fuck uh, them. No, man. it's like yeah, it's Empathetic like fucking it, libs. It's it's like people who say pwned or or cuck in a political way. You know what I mean? It's just like all of that. I'm just like I thought. It's like you're a simp, you're a sap, you're a sucker. That's you're what I thought. Yeah, yeah. you're a, you're a, you're a mark. You're a herb. A yeah. moron. A, a, a newbie. Yeah. A noob. You're a noob. But uh, yeah. So why no. can't we use it? You can if you want to, but just for me, it just has the air of like a gamer troll, like an incel. I recently watched a documentary about the guy that invented. Um, he owned a, he this guy that was robbing 
conning he, owned, ev- he was conning everybody in Denver. He was like people that were coming out for the gold rush or whatever. He would like steal all their shit when they first got to town. Oh, so it's the 1800s. But there was a, a barber shop that he owned, and he had them put a notch in the back of heads that mm-hmm. meant this guy is carrying money. Because a lot of people, when they first got off the train at the train station, they would mm-hmm. go get their, you know, they'd been traveling for whatever, however long they wanted to get cleaned up. Mm-hmm. And the, they would talk to the barber, and the barber would find out who had money, and he would put a mark on the back of some of their heads. And then this one dude caught in something like his dudes would like be watching at the railroad station and be like hey you you look like you need a hotel room come with me and then they would just rob him blind and then the barber would get like a cut yeah <laughs> i see what you did there yeah he's, uh, no, i never i never knew that it's not it's i not, never knew that either i didn't either but it, it's not all just poop jokes with me i learned that information and i turned it into comedy no, this, gold this dude was I also his get, name. see what i'm doing there it's gold rush humor boom this it guy never stops like, with this guy He's always on. I forgot his name, but he was like a real-life Al Swearingen, where like he had two or three towns in Colorado he did till he eventually moved to Denver, had like four casinos going, and then heard about a gold rush in Alaska and got there first, like made a town, made casinos, and then robbed everybody for like, you know, a good five or ten years, and eventually was killed for how many people he robbed, but he was the Al Swearingen of of real-life history. And no one killed him before that. People tried. Bunch of simps. It's you know what you're right. It's landing. Well, they we're, were marks. We're in now. The we're marks now. can't can't turn on the. Yeah, whatever. the mark is the simp, right? Yeah, that's what yeah. makes him a mark. And and who's, you know, if if he had the some real fool's gold. Oh, I see what you're doing. You little rope a joke. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, if he had the wherewithal to kill people, he he wouldn't be the mark in the first place. So yeah. it's not like he's gonna go kill the Swearingen of Alaska. Alaska Swearingen, if you will. Um, so getting back to sexual harassment and poop jokes and stuff. Not necessarily poop jokes. Awesome. Um, so Harassment? Help, I'm being sexually harassed by my AI. So there's... Well... Okay, so here, here we go. Um, in this particular case, because as we know, we've done the story about how Google tried to make an AI and put it on Twitter, and it so immediately became inundated with racist yeah when ideas. i read that story though what it was was if you would if 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 my little pony people would have come at it and just talked right. about my little pony for two weeks yes. it would have been spouting my little pony shit absolutely but the hitlerians the hitlerians hitlerians ran at it and were like hitler hitler and just kept feeding it nazi stuff right started spouting what they were saying because that's what they do absolutely um but it wasn't the AI's fault. Now, one thing about AI is well, that... Um, it's collecting information and regurgitating. AI reading photographs was very racist about how it categorizes black people... Absolutely. ...into the animal kingdom. Like, so they had to stop using AI to scan... Right, but that's also because, like... And this is... A, we're getting sidetracked, but it's worthwhile. Um, when people are, like, kind of trying to trust technology and think, like, oh, AI will actually help us in, like... You know, to stop profiling and, st- you know, it'll be, you know, it's it's machine learning, so it won't have the natural human prejudices. But all of these things are created and programmed by human beings. Yeah. So they have the natural prejudices programmed into the to the code, you know, to the source code, really. Or you have uh, you have it, to program around them to not <laughs> have them. Right. Same, but, same thing. But but, yeah. e- but even then you're going it's a human being creating this thing. So like a human being 
is essentially the god to the computer and program and machine it creates you know what i mean and so if you by definition as a human are flawed so you're not going to be able to create some kind of perfect computer program that doesn't have its prejudices but like even in the visuals and stuff it's like i learned this shit big shout out to dr ock uh my bandmate in evil note lab dr ock taught me this because we were um shooting a video recently and uh going to have the green screen stuff and uh we were all wearing animal masks and stuff and they were going to be dragons and one was going to be the red dragon and one was going to be the green dragon and uh i asked dr ock who is black i was like do you want the green or the black he's like you can't put green on On a green screen on well no on video on black people it basically he's like yo it actually negates our features and i was like what he's like yeah on digital video you basically if you put green wouldn't stuff, a mask negate your features regardless it's yeah, we, right but it wasn't just the mask it was just like about he's also, like so if it's one of them dragons is green it ain't gonna work on a green screen that's what i was saying right we, we, we weren't like necessarily putting from, you know, them together it's it's just two things that was happening in yeah. the video um or like when the weatherman wears a green tie Everybody's like, oh, look. Yeah, it's invisible. Um, But yeah, I didn't realize that. But also, yes, there's just a lot of things with like facial recognition technology, which I think is like what you were talking about earlier and like, and black people's features and then like the programs not being able to recognize things correctly and shit. And so. um, But AI sexually harass someone? Yes. Okay. Back to the funny shit. Go ahead. Did we do the thing where the woman was on the AI, not AI, I'm sorry, the virtual reality where it was other humans? Everybody was grabbing but, at it, yeah. And they were, like, sexually assaulting her and all that? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, like, what it, like, immediately, right? Yeah, and obviously yeah. it's different. It's people that are representing these things in the virtual world, but at the same time, the AI is programmed by people, as you were saying. So I was right. thinking of that, like, experience of, and people saying, like, who cares? It's just a... It's a fake world. It's yeah, meta. it's virtual reality. It doesn't matter when I get killed in a video game. I don't feel like I got killed. I don't feel like I was assaulted. And not understanding the significant difference of those things was bizarre to me. Well, but if anyways. Was, if I was playing like Gears of War or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. War of Duty. I don't know. <laughs> War of and, Duty. And somebody, I was on my team and he kept humping me instead of helping me shoot. I'd be mad. I'd be like, Dave, why do you keep humping me? Yeah. Stop humping my leg. Well, also, they were humping her non-existent leg. <coughs> right, but that's, also. That's something I kept saying about the articles. Like, they were humping my leg and like. But is there a way she's it. not feeling that, right? But she's you would have to she's have not special physically pants. feeling it, but she's in a virtual reality, so there's yeah. a part of her that associates with her avatar there. Oh, and right. also they were saying things that were sexually yeah. explicit. And that is just that's a whole lot of assault at once on Absolutely. your psyche because there is a part of you it's like having a nightmare where you feel that what's happening to you in your dream is real. It might not actually be real in this dimension that we live in. When you wake up, you're like, oh, but in the moment that it was experienced Absolutely. by you, it felt like it was real and now, it's horrifying. Well, not only that. And someone else is doing that on purpose. Right. And, and a corporation it, owns it. There are no yeah. there are no non-corporate, you know, virtual worlds right. to visit right now. There's a couple fake ones, but like, no, you're in there. That means a corporation can be sued for what happens to you in there. So therefore, they need to police it. No, and you not know? only that, what I was going to say is that while I, there's not like electrodes or something that are like attached to the rest of her body where she's feeling her ass get gross you can buy pants but right right but that's not what's happening here but my point is that while i haven't been like in the metaverse i will say that when uh 
your son had the virtual reality video games and you put on the headset to just cover your eyes and ears, yo, that's enough sensory deprivation to put you in the fucking world to feel like, like if someone was doing like hate speech or sexual fuck shit at me with just having my eyes and ears covered to make me feel like I was in that world. Yeah, I think that's enough to be really immersively assaulted. Yeah, it's a virtual reality. It's not a video game on a screen when you're sitting in your living room and everything around you is your own reality and you're objectifying what's happening on a screen. But also, even if they did, if like, if Donkey Kong bent my Mario character over and just started dogging him out, I would would still be like, this feels fucked up. But when they shoot you, you don't. How do I record this? When they shoot you, you don't right. feel that way. Right. Well, but the giant ape. If, well, if, if the guy on your team does, you get pretty pissed. Yeah. It's like if the guy's not supposed to shoot at you, you get mad. Because I always get mad. When I remember that, like games where you could shoot your person on your team by mistake. You'd so, be like, dude. So what would upset you about the Donkey Kong situation would be that he's not supposed to do that to you. But I, if the point of the game was this is how you lose or whatever. But in those big arena type games people are going to do whatever they want to do and that makes it you know, like Fortnite or whatever i'm sure somebody's going to dance on your carcass or something but i've oh, never yeah. played those games so would I that only bother you as much as if they were <sighs> anally raping you in there no right it would just be a little more like if they it dance would... on your corpse and spit on you and kill you and shoot you you're like yeah eh. but as soon as you're like they anally raped me on no, there ooh, everybody I would, changes i would be like record yeah, record even, i'm gonna make so much money they off could of this even corporation. anally rape my my corpse on Fortnite, and i'd still be more okay with call me hate like, speech no don't do that please don't do that but like if my character was alive i would not be okay with that i think have you I noticed why. there's a weird thing with algorithms though like <laughs> this is way early AI not even AI but like if I'm watching YouTube okay I love history I will watch history documentaries not watching a single Nazi history documentary because YouTube has this thing where they're like oh you like that yeah here's more things oh, like you're that. into Hitler guess what it, but they're even worse than that they're like oh you like vans have you thought about white supremacy yeah like, oh you're into gardening have you thought about Hitler like they will they will already serve you up some weird shit so if you watch something even a little bit toward like a documentary against white supremacy. You're going to get white supremacy material tomorrow when you go to your YouTube. Like, right, but that's... And, and they, will, they will push you down that fucking that rabbit fits, hole by mis- right. trying to. No, no, they're trying to. Um, and because that, that fits in exactly with what we've talked about a few times on the show, which is that the way the algorithms are designed to work, they're like, oh, hey, you're into that particular subject, but have you thought about that subject kind of pissing you off a little bit more? So it's like, oh, you watched an anti-Hitler documentary. Uh, have you thought about watching a pro-Hitler? Like, you're into Hitler documentaries. What about a one that would really make you angry? Yeah. And that's that's the entirety of, well, not the entirety, but it is a major part of how the algorithms work in the first place. And that's like what has, uh, it, it, it's called like skewing to, towards extremism. You know what I mean? It's what... It's just creating more divisiveness in any arena. It is a huge reason why this country has super rapidly shifted in, like... You know, we've been polarized for quite some time. and But it's not just America. Like I, like, I was listening to a documentary about... Um, well, it was partly about the whole trucker protest in Canada during the pandemic. And... There were so many people apparently there for so many different reasons, but 
I didn't realize how much of it had to do with like hardcore right wing extremism. And uh, I mean, I guess that shouldn't surprise me because like, you know, truckers tend to have that whole leaning thing. But but it was such a mix of things that like I don't want to say the only thing that brought that group of people together, but like people that had they were there for very pretty different disparate reasons. You know what I mean? But you could see like, oh, the algorithm kind of took a bunch of tributaries and fed it into a river that and they tried to paint a picture of it being a very specific population of people and right. i saw a lot of things coming from canada coming from like the positive aspect of the internet of people doing all these live videos and interviewing people right on the spot and there was a whole group i followed like people of color for the convoy you know mm -hmm. and they were just interviewing folks and talking about it and they're like this is what you're being told is going on look at what's going on and then they would just hand the crowds of very diverse people with different ideas mm. all of whom were really like positive and about unity for canada it wasn't any of the things that were being portrayed you right. know, on the news that were divisive that were like oh my god it's this one small section of people and fuck them it was really it seemed like from what I saw absolutely tons of people trying to be like we just want our rights and a lot of them had this really awesome thing of wearing stuff that was like you know about like this person may have chosen to be vaccinated this person may not have but what was happening to their rights whether or not they were is what they wanted to deal with and it wasn't really about being pro or anti that it was about just freedom for people to make decisions and then Trudeau was that's when he was freezing the bank accounts and shit and so it was all kinds of people coming out. And what was interesting about this particular documentary that I was uh, listening to was it was about this kind of big-time online QAnon influencer who called herself the Queen of Canada that went... The Q in. of Canada. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and w also just the fact that, like, <laughs> QAnon is such a worldwide phenomenon that every country adapts it yeah. to their own environment like it's such this adaptable thing it's like the xenomorph of conspiracy theories you know what what, I mean? what, what do you think makes it so adaptable oh. well because it it, it, it incorporates everything it's not, and, and and the pedophilia thing the majority you know of I mean? europeans and wouldn't know pedophilia is the most it. prevalent thing all over the world it's, so it's it easy is, it's for universal. every single but, person to feel but if we go through history like the witch scares of, of Salem was because they were coming for our kids. The satanic panic, they're molesting babies at at um, daycare centers, which they didn't. You know, like, the, the satanic panic is the birth of QAnon. It was the first time where, like, Satanists molested I was going to say witches, I don't agree with you No, but, they, but they were coming after their children. The it Salem was the little witch girls. trials The little not. girls were the ones that pointed them at the witches. I'm just saying it was because they were corrupting our children. Usually that's what— It wasn't about them, like, using them as sexual objects. No, not at all. No, that's no, 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 no. Just still, it was— Conservatives no, making up something right. that they didn't understand the so children? they could kill some people because of kids. Right. But then it's, it's the Maud Flanders Satanic defense. panic right. was no, you know, no guilty party. Just the idea of these three or four psychiatrists were like, maybe you have memories about demons you don't remember. Then these are people that believed in demons. You know, like that's the fucked up thing is the people on the Christian side of the Satanic panic actually believe that there are demons that witches have sex with. You know, that they actually believe that. That's a thing to them. They believe in demons, which just blows me away. But on t like the idea that, that that's always been, you know, like 
going after children is a thing, but it's not big in Europe. Like Europe doesn't have the Q thing. Most people in Europe would be like, no, "What are you talking do. about?" They a little bit. No, they don't though. They they do not. Like, no, they, well, not they have sure. a they very do. long history of <laughs> pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. American, that's the part that's American prevalent Q-Anon. is that there is this dark thing in all of humanity all over the world. So that if you have someone catch that piece of that vulnerability that we all know is like there's some kernel of truth here a split and then American... you blow it up into something scary instead of just your uncle joe now, american QAnon should be incredibly against the catholics they are not there's a huge not, split yeah. right in the center of it basically saying like that's that's all lies those are christian men and the and the, the liberals are trying to bring them down by lying about things every all the victims of them are liars who lie to bring down holy men and that's like half a QAnon. Or the other half is like, oh, nah, they're fucking babies. Them. That's a thing. That's you know, like that's a. Well, but that, but that's also a big part and of are why the schisms and the QAnon, QAnon thing split. is is such a poison pill because you know you and I, Silver, have discussed this a bunch, which is that you know, with your history in social work and knowing like how much both pedophilia and just sex trafficking across the board are so rampant everywhere but like what QAnon does is like yeah it's Tom Hanks get him right and it like not it, part it, somebody from the family that lives in the house right, right. that's what go, I'm that, saying that not your uncle Joe right. you have to make it, it this big dark scary demon person and, that's and, doing it right is big and, and a cabal and like right. a famous person it's almost like and there are really rich, famous people that we know have been right. doing this. Absolutely. I mean, we can't Absolutely. pretend that like this whole Epstein thing isn't real. Right. And Absolutely. Which but I would say not as much as the family. You know, like right. Since there are more poor people, there's going to be more regular people doing it than celebrities, just because the regular people outnumber celebrities vastly. Absolutely, it's more prevalent inside family systems and. We're seeing this in front of our face with this Epstein, the number of redacted names that there were on the most recent thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. That was just Talk like, about that because I didn't really get to read about it, so I want to hear. So there's just a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan because now they've identified that Epstein brought specific clients to J.P. Morgan. And during that time, those people made payments to him, which they can trace back to being a sex trafficking situation. And then after things started to come out, they can trace the payments that were made to the victims who are also named at like, like hush money payments correct from jp morgan through as through. a financial yeah right. he, okay. they're that the financial sense. institution that was housing all of these situations but now because for whatever reason the people that are bringing the lawsuit were able to draw the lines and they were like hey wait a second if we have these names of these victims and these giant payouts from these particular clients who were also brought in specifically from him and were all clients of yours and you on some level understood what was happening we are now bringing a lawsuit against you and then they bring the documents that are supposed to be released to us as the public Mm -hmm. right What's the client list? It's the same client list Ghislaine has. It's the same one that none of us are going to see. Right. And it says the list of people that were brought to J.P. Morgan by Jeffrey Epstein, colon, hundreds of redacted black lines. Line, black line, black line, it's black line, all black, black lines. Like, yeah, it looks like Morse code. It's you know, when, insane that we just you, keep being like, no, it's not a thing. But let me ask you this. Who is bringing the lawsuit against J.P. Morgan? That was part of what I felt confused by. There was the woman that was just recently fired for because she like made the statement from J.P. Morgan. 
Yeah, and I think it's because maybe she was the person that began to see some connections and perhaps she said something and was let go. And so I don't know if she's literally part of a, the lawsuit or if that information that she was starting to glean. I'm not clear on like how you draw those lines on who actually brings the suit. I just was reading the documents kind of trying to follow like how did this happen to her? She's trying to come public and then all these other things. And then when I saw the list, I was like, oh, my God, we're just going to keep living in this fantasy world where Ghislaine goes on in this thing, having like sold children to no yeah. one. How? And like we're going to say like there was payoffs by no one. I mean, we're just not going to say how their names. The victims not, Nobody's going to say it. The victims should right. be able to sue his estate. I'm sure they are or something. But like in doing so, they should be able to have access to his financials. Whereas like when Madoff got in trouble. A bunch of people from his bank also went to jail because it turned out, you know, they knew. you make a you make a deposit over four grand. There needs to be a record of what the fuck that was for. So any payment in and out of Epstein's accounts over 20, 30 years, there should be a piece of, you know, a little thing next to it that says this was from this person. It was right. for this. And that's why and that's, that's, what, that's what the list that's is. That's what I'm saying. But like but they're saying all... they put it together and they were like, wait a minute. You guys knew this was happening. Well, yeah. you know, what else is like really wild to me about the names being redacted is that that is a term and an activity that and i'm not a learned man but uh, my understanding of redaction is that that only takes place when there is say national security secrets or privacy right privacy issues but like i guess this would fall into privacy issues because they're not being I guess they're only accused at this point. J.P. Morgan is the one that is being accused. Right. So we don't need to essentially, in theory, know the names of the people the name and because shame, it's yeah. the institution that's being put on display here for their acts of their knowing that this was occurring. And so the same as Ghislaine's client list. She sits in prison we don't necessarily need to know who were the buyers if you got the drug kingpin or whatever you want to call it right you don't right. need to know the names of all the people that were the customers Custom, right. yeah, and so it's after. the I mean, same as, thing as with jp morgan but obviously we could have all of these people being charged with rape of children right now. but we're not doing that right. because that's the part that everything is hush hush so let's keep scapegoating her and institutions like let's not forget like there were no charges against her when fucking jeffrey epstein was alive right no. And they just waited till they needed a new scapegoat to deal with this shit. And then they put her there. And then they now are going to use J.P. Morgan. So people feel and, like there's no, some kind I, of righteous thing happening. Right. But in the end, we don't ever have to say, except she's teaching etiquette classes in two languages. It has caused such a stir in the prison that they're now re-upping her for the next thing. So she gets to take time off of her sentence because she's teaching etiquette lessons to all of the women in English and in Spanish. And she's doing this. And she said that her inspiration for teaching them how to walk into a room, command a room, have confidence, Ooh, do a job interview, all of it. Martha Stewart. It is Hillary Clinton. She said that that is her dear friend and that's her inspiration for wanting to teach these classes so women can show up like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so, like, in, you know, and I, I think we can all agree that, like, it's not so much she's being scapegoated as that she's being singularly scapegoated, which is the problem. Like, she deserves what she's getting. Oh, absolutely. Well, but but like, there should be about of course. Uh, a couple hundred dudes alongside yeah, like, her. Like he had to have etiquette he classes had to have an accountant. on dick sucking like, in I'm jail. I'm sure he wasn't handling all of his business interests alone. I don't think oh, she wasn't. was 
going to the office and doing the taxes, you know, like. I'm sure J.P. Morgan was, which is good, why there's that piece as well. That's the thing is, his he, financier. But as a criminal, you don't just go to the bank like, hey, I'm going to do some crime. You in the bank, you want to do some crime with me? You get another guy to front it. And then, so there had to be another person with him that was cleaning these these notes up before they went to the bank. Like, there should have been a whole a No, whole it's, uh, right. No, it's like, you remember the scene in um, Scarface when they first find the the bank that will launder their money? And he comes in with a huge duffel bag full of money. And the, and the banker's like, fuck yeah. And they start counting it in. And then they do the whole money montage scene. Yeah. And then before you know it, there's a van that pulls up in front of the same bank. Like eight Cubans get out, each carrying two huge duffel bags full of cocaine money. And the same guy that's the same white dude that's like benefiting off the money is standing in the window like... Ah, this is yeah. I'm gonna take the money, but this is really dicey. This looks this looks bad for us. Like it's really obvious, you know. Like there's definitely some Epstein pedo banking version of J.P. Morgan. That's that scene from Scarface, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see if people pay any attention to this, but I think it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Also, like. What about Andrew? Like, what a bizarre thing that he's like the one person yeah, that was like Andrew gets identified, like took took away his monarchy status, and that was about that. And then we just kind of moved through it. What do they call it? Was he defrocked? Like, what do they call it when they take away uh, your titles and I just, properties? I just saw it in an article, but I don't remember. But there is a term for it. I know that new. Surely, book. there's a term for it. <sighs> there is, and don't call me Shirley. Uh, Prince Henry's Henry <laughs> Prince Harry's book apparently talks about it, and he is the about first about his uncle being a pedo. He is the first r- royal to mention the disgusting behavior of his uncle. Oh, I read about that part of it, and, and like, his like, but it was really much more about him being this like bizarre like, like he would be sort of around with all these like hot women and going to nightclubs and going to islands. And Ghislaine was like a big piece of it throughout the whole thing for years and years. She was sort Harry, of like wait, five, in Harry's book. He's like well, the that? accounts that I was reading, I thought were kind of coming out of his whole like Harry and Meghan's right. thingy they yeah. did or whatever. I don't know, but that's what I was reading, and they were like he was always had these women, but then just started to get very strange. Like Ghislaine was sort of always yeah. by his side, and they um, you know, if you read, he had an account of him and his brother William getting in a fight mm-hmm. in their kitchen and knocked him down or whatever. Jimmy Kimmel did but a recreation. Wait, wh- William knocked down Harry. He, he did a recreation of the Prince fight. But he did it with two princes, and I mean like two black men dressed as prince, prince. in a kitchen, just Perfect. like, <laughs> and then they get into this big smack fight. <laughs> and the idea of two guys dressed as prince doing a smack, smack fight, fight was, yeah. and then one gets knocked over into a dog bowl. Oh my just, God. It was hilarious. It was just a tale of two princes. It's like this is. They should do this for every time these brothers get in a fight. That is so perfect. (laughs) But that's a Michael Jackson. Quite the Andrew, formerly known as the Prince. Yeah, and but also are we? But we're talking about the the Prince fight happened between Harry and William. Yeah, yeah, nothing to do with actual princes. And right, but Andrew was. Oh, I see what you did there. That was shade you just threw there. (laughs) Like you know what, Andrew, you're not a fucking prince anymore, pal. I don't think you know what you 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 don't have principalities. Do they like were, Monaco? Now, when their when their that brother a, when your brother becomes the king, are you still a prince? Yes. Okay. Yes, you are. It seems are. like his sons are the prince now, and you should be called something else, like Runkle or something. You should I don't get even know. something, no, but you they're don't. They're both the sons of Charles, and Charles is now the king. No, no, Charles's brothers, such as Andrew, mm-hmm. and the other one, Edward. So Prince Edward 
Oh, he's when, like when Prince Charles was a prince, his brothers were also princes. But right. when he became king, shouldn't it change? But they don't. No. One would think, but now They're he all just now a bunch he's of princes. Uncle Prince. Yeah. Look, here's the thing. You're either the fucking king or you're not the fucking king, bro. Hey. <laughs> like, hey, look. Hey, Queen Elizabeth was the fucking king. She was. And guess yeah. what? You you didn't hear nothing about no princess such and such running around. Yeah, Princess um Charlotte. Princess and Prince it was Fergie. Know. They called the one chick Fergie. Yeah. She was a princess, but they I, I have no idea. I <laughs> like just, I know their name. They, this one of them was fucking somebody in Jamaica or something. It was in a movie, there was pictures, and then they had to rob a bank. Also I heard a really bugged out um title that they gave uh Camilla, who was, you know, that was um now king Comes and then Prince Charles. Ouch. That's that's a little divisive. Um, but no, they like gave her this title and queen uh, consort. Yes, that's yeah. exactly. You're not really the queen. You're not you're the just queen. Fucking the king. You're the chicky. You're his side piece. You're the king's side piece. The queen consort, because like even if they got married, motherfuckers ain't really ready to let go of the romance of Princess Di. No, you know what I mean, like, and. Which is also that weird thing that uh, America does this too, but England does it like it's just cultural similarity shit where they're like, when she was alive, they ain't really sweater like that. There were certain publications that yeah. really liked her, but like really they were like, oh, she's the poor chick that got elevated into like the Cinderella story. I say Rupert Murdoch precisely was somebody who was like, fuck this liberal piece of shit. Fuck this liberal piece of shit. Fuck this liberal piece of shit. She's dead. Sainthood. And immediately yeah, like every she... British tabloid was, I mean, she died because they wouldn't fuck off, you know? And then, right. and That's then why the they second do that, they killed though. her, they fucking sank, you know? Right, yeah, so no. they don't, so it doesn't look like they did it. <laughs> and now the entire royal press is just like, I can't believe Harry would give away the royal secrets. Yeah. Like they're just losing their minds, and they fucking hate Ma- Meghan Markle. Like, yeah. I don't even—I never even took a side in this fight until know. I started like reading YouTube comments, and like, English people hate that. And I'm just like, okay, you're racist. There's not—I can't imagine any other reason. I'm Ooh, sorry, you're racist. They are extremely racist, and I think there's more to that situation than meets the eye as well. So what I do you, don't think that it's Would you simply, like to cast some basis speculation? I mean, I don't want to give a fuck, and I kind—I basically don't give a fuck about it You've at all. You've already thrown one shade. Would you like to throw more shades? But I'm just saying, I do... Obviously, I feel that um, all of England, and hence where we are today in our country, and all of it, and the entire world, right? Racism, it's rampant. Are it's you about real. the Kaepernick issue? The royal family. It it's like a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. I agree with it. Absolutely. I also think that Meghan Markle is so full of shit with her fucking stories. Have you heard her say? No. She didn't know who he was. She didn't know who he was. Her second marriage. She was like 30, and she had made a lot of money in the United States and L.A. Like, everyone stands in the grocery store and sees the fucking magazines on the fucking... Right, but even not... You didn't know who he was. Even not just that. It's That's not... not real. Right, but even, like, to to be like, oh, I, you didn't run into Prince Harry at, like, Ingalls or, like, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't run into him at the CVS. Someone and, set them up. Well, not... Right, right, someone set them up, and she didn't even know who Not he only was. that, it's like, Come you know, on. I mean, it's so bizarre. Right. Do I think she manipulated shit? Absolutely. Do I think like that's hilarious and go for it? Totally. You know what I mean? Like, I, do it. Fuck absolutely. it up. Like, but, no. My point. My point is this: when you're pretending that you don't know who the prince is, yeah, it's like, 
everybody knows the story like when I got cut in line by Obama for the ribs and it's like yeah, we all know bro he like Prince Harry has their version of the secret service around him at all times it's not like he's some free-range prince running the countryside picking daisies and being like hello love. there's so many weird things about just the way she kind of chose to handle stuff and if you watch yeah, even like clips of her you just i don't feel an authenticity personally when i watch her yeah. speak so i'm not like about her um yeah. but i do think that all the stuff was bullshit i think she knew what she was doing on purpose and there's nothing wrong with that now, personally i think that absolutely if you got playing it off as bullshit if you've got a spare air okay <laughs> spare air they shouldn't have them in the same city you know like the fact that like right now they live in la so if london got hit by an, a big size bomb okay they'd have here's your king he's ready to go he's in la he's got a tan you know, and now you get to have a, a black prince when they when their kids grow up. But he up. can't, right? Didn't they cut them nope, off on yet. some no, level? No. Oh, he's, I thought he's that still they like in the secession line. I'm just saying, he's like, not. If dude. They, if I, mean, I thought they on. severed some what, shit. Okay, so you say, sure. so you just, let's just say, for argument's sake, if Charles and William both died right now. Mm -hmm. he, oh, you, you, and William's son. If they were all dead, like Harry's the next so, king. That's, right. that's how it works. Well, no, it's between Harry and Andrew, and like <laughs> if Biden and Kamala. What a toss up! Right, but nah, what your brothers are but no, what we're brothers are gone. No, but what we're debating. But what if it was between Harry and Andrew? Yeah, like, no, who would win. What we're debating Harry. right now, Harry. I know. Is, I'm just kidding. I actually kind of like the guy. No, but I'm saying what we're debating right now is what is the level of the racism there, where they're like. Are we gonna let this kid who has a teeny fraction of blackness be in the line of succession or just the pedo? And I feel like they go pedo. They would definitely go pedo, but also. I think Andrew's back in the game. I think if that Andrew happens. would have been at the castle when it blew up in this scenario. But Andrew I, has I been so. severed, like in a very specific right. yeah, way. He's like, not he allowed. is clearly not allowed he's to not be in the so line I mean me saying that alone is like it's just not true. I mean they made that decision. Right. And but my whole point and is Charles that would have to make the decision to change it. I think if you think that there's How old is he? I think eighty something. Yeah, he's yeah. old as fuck to be taken. He was he was middle-aged when I was a little. Like, when Diana and him in the 80s, like, when they were popping like that, like, he was middle-aged then. And his mother still held the throne for, like, another 40 oh, years. Oh, that's like my grandma. My grandma not fuck around. She I know. I was at the funeral. Well that bitch was her, gangster. Well into her 90s. And her daughters were, like, in their late 70s, some of them. But um, when I was young and Diana died, like, I remembered that there was a controversy. And I remembered that people said maybe the royal family like intentionally did this yeah, but i had right. no comprehension Tom, how old was is a I? firm believer of that no i know i i am too but at the time i didn't understand those kinds of things i wasn't thinking in the world of conspiracy ideas i didn't have any like frame of reference how old were we how old was i what year was it when she died we were uh, late teens yeah. like oh, high, really? high okay. school age so but here's but this goes actually back to what we're debating now like will they go pedo over racism because a big part of the theory of why some people think that they assassinated lady die they was did she was now with, i know she was dating the the middle eastern yeah. prince dude what was his name uh, the guy that owned the, the son of the guy that owned harrods or harrods harrods yeah but uh it's in it's in a song that you recorded yeah. for my first album yeah. uh, except have you ever watched her interviews just I, her talking I, I don't 
it really shifted my perspective. I watched them in the past couple of weeks and I just was curious, like, what's the thing? Like, I understand that she was dating this or whatever, all these other bigger ideas. But I was like, who was she that she created such a threat to them? Mm-hmm. What would that be like? And I started... She really she did. She was about to have a little Middle Eastern baby. Well, and she was, no, she she was, was big just on, a really... She was anti-war, hardcore, and was anti-war, out there like... Anti-war, anti the monarchy in certain ways. Pro-helping Anti-what had happened to herself ending up in that situation. Her, she was like, trying wait, to make what, the best how, of how it. How did she end up in that situation? I think like you wouldn't... Un- it's right, all of us, the decisions that we make when we're young, and then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, I don't think I really wanted to be Princess Diana. You know what I mean? Just that mm-hmm. like... I didn't understand all that this entails. I didn't understand the fucking blood money that exists she here in this world. She didn't know that the guy who know. proposed to her was already fucking somebody who was married, you know. Right. And then even when she found out, she's like, oh, well, she's married, so he'll, he'll leave her alone. And he never did. He never got rid yeah, of her. He the, was with Camilla first. The, the queen consort. And he, you know. The queen Johnny Depp's lawyer? consort. What? Just kidding. <laughs> That's the Camilla that I know and love. She's that's now not. like a correspondent yeah, on Good Morning job. America yeah. or whatever. It's so weird. Hey, whatever. That's a, but that wait, pays more. Oh, she's had a shit. She knew. She knew what she was doing. What is uh, Diana's background before she becomes the princess? Like she Honestly, was a I've rich heard. British girl who lived on a big estate. Oh, she was. And Charles right, was dating her sister. I've yeah. always, because I, I had always heard that like they plucked her from like poverty or some no. shit. I no. knew that couldn't yeah, be true. Yeah, yeah. Poverty compared to them because right. poverty is she's, a spectrum. You've got to be related. Right. She's least, not a royal. Eighth, you have to have at least an eighth of, of inbred blood in you. To, to, but you I know, don't think don't just, that she was like astoundingly rich and therefore it appeared like she was the first person kind of brought out of like right, the arranged marriage. Yeah, like from royalty to royalty. That right. she wasn't that. And so in that time it felt like this. Which is why I think Megan wanted to go for a I'm like Princess Di kind of vibe. Like she was seeking that as her identity so that people would kind and of And I can see where Harry's going to go in for that. But well, also, cleaned, up him. Him. cleaned up his whole Nazi Halloween costume he image. Did. From a, he like, did have the Nazi Halloween the, costume. Oh my God, you're right. He scrubbed it. I totally forgot all about that. No, he apparently had a bar mm. <laughs> during his teenage oh, years where there was like a bar near near the what castle he lived at or whatever. Mm. And the, guy, the bar was just like, fuck it. Let them all in, so him and all his sixteen-year-old friends could just go drink and party up at some pub. Yeah, who's who's what cop is raiding that? Oh, I believe they call them bobbies over there. Sorry, that's Europe. What, though. They what don't Bobby give a shit. is gonna do that? What like, European cares kids drinking? Well, and no also just well, the, the black kids. They're not. No, I know. Meghan Markle is, yeah, like, is no. definitely the blackest person that's ever been there, and if no one told you, but the drinking age, Idris Elba. I don't. It doesn't matter. I mean. He, you think Idris Despite Elba was drinking racism, with Prince Harry? I think, oh, probably. He seems pretty cool. He's very cool. He's too cool to be hanging out with him. I think that he's too cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. He has, he has an actually an awesome documentary on BBC, and it's like I think it's called like We Were There, but it's all about like the house rave scene in England, and he was just like, mm-hmm. oh, here's what I was doing when I was 17. And he basically was just like hung out with the DJs and was a big party guy. Oh, like, no, he, all through the rave scene of England, he was no, he's like a techno DJ. In, the, in the middle of the field, blowing a whistle, swinging glow sticks with a happy smiley face shirt on jumping up and down not only that no he's a dj yeah, yeah. he he does as much djing as he does acting now he's got a, a show about being a dj on netflix that i haven't watched yeah he's a, a, a dj that failed so he becomes a babysitter yeah no it, it's a cinematic watch. show but right. it's but it's a real thing like if he hadn't been the astonishing adonis that he was an actually tremendous actor uh like his actual passion as i understand it i could be mistaken is babysitting 
well obviously acid house but uh yeah like <laughs> yeah like rave dj shit is like his jam that's his brothers all right as we I all went through the phase, right? I don't want to speak for the man. Something. But I did watch Rock and Roller last night, so it's like oh. kind of a weird coincidence yeah, that we're talking a about him. Ago. Um, what happened? Yeah, you're right. It was a couple nights ago. It was Madonna, the other night. Did Madonna ruin that dude? Because, like, man, Guy, Guy Ritchie movies were so good. Oh, yeah. Like, be, they were so yeah. good. There's so many that I'm like, that's a good movie. It's so funny how much Madonna has been coming into my and purview lately. I don't, don't want to blame her, you know, but she, was, she happened, and then all of a sudden we got, like, the Sherlock Holmes movies, those are fine. They're all right. Listen, right, but there's only Ugh. so many times you can rip off Tarantino. Okay, but who was her greatest boyfriend of all time? Sean Penn? No, that was a husband. Uh, basketball guy that dressed funny and had funny hair? Dennis Rodman. Nope. Were they? Jean-Michel Basquiat. Were they Coolest boyfriends? Were boyfriend, they boyfriends? Girlfriend. Oh, Weird Al. I saw the movie. I True. think it's amazing. They killed Pablo. It really blows my mind to picture them back in that time. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, I only find that interesting because it's like a pre-ish fame Madonna. I think Madonna's a fucking hack. I think that she is That's a, why I'm giving her this credence is, to say there one, once upon a time, there was a time where she was in this relationship with this person that I would say is more impressive than both of the people you guys just mentioned. Dennis yeah. Rodman. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. I like, agree with she that. was in that. So, well, like, there had to be something before she hit that point where look at what she was capable of doing i mean whoever she is clout today, chasing like she's literally i'm sorry you don't think she pushed the boundaries back in the fucking 80s of like for women art i absolutely think she fucking took it by storm all right joan jett I, if you want to yeah absolutely right, well, that does it doesn't have to be like no, a competition no, 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 one no. over the other they were all agreed, pushing boundaries agreed, for us. But, you guys don't but, know that's like a big thing all right be that as it may. Simply the fact that something, her name was Madonna. Something weird. For is, young Catholic girls in North Jersey. <laughs> Come on, that's fucking crazy. And she brought all the sex shit and the Catholic. Uh, I this. Come on, dude. She's the kissing thing. the black. Do you know her statue? Jesus. And he's crying. Do you know with her the, origin it's story? It's not Jesus. Like I, I can tell you Salt and Pepper's origin story. I can tell you like Thin Thin Lizzy. I know. I, that, my thing is banned documentaries. I've never ever found or seen like. How did Madonna get her start? Was she dancing in New York clubs and then yes. met a producer? Did she, she start writing songs? Did, she's did a from the Midwest. Her name is Louise Giacconi. She moved to New right. York and got into the club scene, and she basically just had proximity to saying, a though. lot of shit. And like, you can use trace them back to had... people. Did, was she making she a just, je ne sais quoi. She ripped off. She had proximity to a lot of things wow. that Cindy were very avant garde. Uh, Cindy Lauper was Lopper is way phenomenal before. and amazing. This isn't a thing no, of like which no, one no, is I'm like just the, saying I don't no, know but it, runner. No, I'm not no, saying she was the first ever. No, but I'm it is though because she pushed mad boundaries. She, so did no. I bet you those women have okay. mad respect for each other. That's crazy to sit Whether they like do, pit them against each other. I, that's not what that I'm is about. I'm not pitting them anyone against each other. Each other. If the I'm, minute I try to say something positive about what she did to influence girls in the 80s, you guys are immediately like, no, what about this person? What about this person? What are okay. you talking about? That's madness. Stop. I, no, it's not madness. I already have my feelings about Madonna, and I have a very fully developed theory about who I think Madonna is, and I think she's overrated. I think she's a fucking hack who's been ripping off all kinds of different cultures. Illuminati Absolutely, she has put out there to sexualize she, young children for the. That's for, for Tom okay. Hanks. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, but what I am saying, you know what, Tom? 
I believe you. It could be. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. Jay Z's idea. I don't love the woman, and I understand that she did do that, and she was a cultural appropriator in all of these ways and times when. But so many things that we were experiencing were like going through these different things of our consciousness awakening to itself. That is part I of think, the process. No, I do think, I sit there and say that she's like so phenomenal? No, but did she make moves that changed? things for you can't say that you I can't can. shake I your can head and i am you're I can not a woman look i'm shaking my head you're I, not I a woman i don't have to be a woman to know that fucking basically she appropriated everything she did and other people that she like she just had proximity to gay culture and black culture as a club kid in new york city and was like she's a mediocre fucking singer at best and she was basically taking these cultural that's not what i'm arguing movements. and i don't know why you're so passionate about it it seems a little creepy to me, honestly. I, that I think black, it's kind of weird. Were mad you about came at me, bro. You All came I was saying me, was that bro. I thought it was interesting when I was at the Basquiat exhibit and I was thinking about the two of them before she was this thing and like what she did around certain stuff. And I was kind of like, hey, it made me just rethink her as a concept because I thought some of the things you thought not as passionately or vehemently <laughs> as you, because that's weird. <laughs> but I was kind of like, oh, she's whatever. And then when I was in that moment, sort of seeing photos of them together and understanding that i was like wow it's interesting to think of the influence that that had on me as a young girl and some of the imagery and some of the ideas i was a catholic girl i was brought up in catholic school i was in north jersey i was an italian like my family was hardcore about that shit and to see somebody sort of like fly in the face of it as a woman and do all this shit that was like sexual but it felt really kind of like you could do that like whoa you know as a young girl like to me that was really cool and so now could i look at it with a politically correct eye and be like well that's cool sure but i was just a kid and it and it was cool to see her with him and to think about like maybe the ideas that were flowing between them before either of them was the name that they are today right. and that they found that connection because there was something there she didn't just like come up like that because she's just a hack and it's a joke like come on she had something that was I... and now i think she's kind of odd and some of the choices that she makes in her life i feel bad for her like how do you grow up like that in that limelight and not end up i don't know some bizarre cougar with like whatever it, the situation is right now. and i don't judge but, any of that but but i think no we're, you definitely were no i didn't bring anything up about her being a cougar but i think that our opinions are my negative you are positive but, but they're stemming from the same place of like oh she's with basquiat in the early 80s at this point where like I'm saying, she is appropriating from both the black and the gay culture of New York City and the club scene of that time. And you're seeing it as a positive. I'm seeing it as a negative. And For I don't me as a twelve year old. I, right, but girl. I don't I don't think that we can either of us can definitive it's just an opinion that we have. You know what I mean? So like I see it as an eight like but like, you know, voguing. That is that's that's from the gay Harlem scene. I know, but I just you know? want to say, and like, people who want to like do certain things and shit. like wear certain clothes and whatever—is it really always appropriating? It depends on how much money you make off of it. Is that the definition? Like, I would just be conscientious that, like, I don't know. There are ways. Are for you us saying to black dudes made up bangle bracelets? 
I am not or rap music and white dudes shouldn't rap and like mm. wear certain clothes that come from a certain that, that's not fair right that doesn't make sense not when hey, there, there were a lot of white guys there in the early rap days there were not a lot of white guys there were some um, there was like three Rick Rubin um, also not really um, but also I don't know where the line is specifically Silvery but I do know that Madonna is way across it like when you make literally millions and millions and millions of dollars off of just the one song Vogue everybody like that dance move that everyone associates with her these gestures she literally those are dance moves that were from the Harlem the gay Harlem club scene yeah we know that doesn't 80s. mean that like, you're not supposed that to definitely and I'm not I'm not here to be like this is appropriation and that's not and like I'm not fucking no, about that i do know in the beginning but, she but like when black you, dancers but when you make millions and millions and millions of dollars off of something that you went to a club and watched a culture that is oppressed and and like and then you're like i'm gonna put that on a pop record now and you make a lot so it's about how much money, money you make off of it that's part of it yes okay that that's is fair. part of it like if look if if you're and so the person that i'm talking about is the person pre that and during this time of like and so like i said like the choices that this human being made because i really can't reduce anyone to just that simplistic of a version of them i i can't do it with anyone at this point it's why this is the I greatest can't. episode of shameless when they can't name the fucking school after anyone famous because every single person that they come up with they dig some shit out of the closet so and they're like they were fucked up in this way they were fucked up in this way and i'm like oh my god what an amazing poignant episode everybody's just a human and so i was just taking a moment to be like oh it gave me a different perspective on her for a second like i'm not trying to be like she's a fucking the most amazing person i don't want to argue about whether or not she did things that aren't okay but do i think that she understood what was happening at the time no i don't think that necessarily every single person understands those things based on where they are in history. If we're going to say that time and space exist and she existed at that time, the same movies we were mm. watching, the same messages you were getting, the same shit that raised us, and the messages that we were given, now we can all look back with our glasses in 2023 and be like, oh my God, they were so fucked up. Like, every other thing. But it doesn't make that person inherently, like, so vapid. She's not. I don't I believe know. that she was vapid. And all I was saying no, is that if that she was with Jean-Michel Basquiat, she wasn't vapid. My there point was is she's the exact being. opposite of vapid. All right. Is I don't want to argue knew. about it anymore. It's like such a lame Right. But hold on. But, but hold on. But I'm just saying that I agree with story? you that there is there is a level on which I think that you are absolutely correct. But I also think that you cannot take it's not like she just did the one thing like voguing was the one thing it was like she did like she stole cindy lauper's thing and manufactured it into something much bigger she stole voguing and manufactured it into something okay, much bigger let's all she talk about creativity and what does and, art and music do right, i mean i, come I, on, I, I like, let you say we, your part let me say my part it's just that like she's not vapid she is very i'm just grabbing she is very very aware of what she was doing and you do not climb to the levels of pop superstardom without that being the case and 
totally. You, Everyone who climbs to pop superstardom is so brilliant. No, but when you <laughs> when you do it by stealing, like people are like, oh, Madonna has once again reinvented herself. Like, no, she just stole a different group of people's thing and had the platform to do that and i've just always felt that way so while it comes across as maybe me like oh you're so being over vehement about it it's like i i agree with you i might feel that way but i've always felt that way about madonna i think she's overrated and i think she stole the shit and like the whole relationship with her and basquiat is the exact you know hypotenuse if you will of where like oh you have entree to black and gay club culture in a certain era to have access to these things to popularize them first before those cultures do i saw a funny then, yeah, story i think she's the female elvis presley about last basically. week britney spears was in a restaurant her and her man get there everybody starts taking pictures of them and so they get mad the guy yells at her husband yells at everybody and then storms out and she just sits at a table angry for a minute now the story about this mentions like it was weird that she would seem so upset now when earlier in the day she looked like perfectly normal and sane putting a video up of her dancing to Nicki Minaj and my first thought was like if you're doing I think people like whenever I go on Instagram and I have friends that just post selfies of themselves all the time that are like mm-hmm. fucking 38 I'm like the fuck are you doing like cool that's great great your face awesome thank you for sharing your face again today it's fucking weird. It's, it's fucking agree. weird. But I when agree. you're a celebrity and you're like out there like, please look at me dance on Instagram to somebody else's song. It's just, that's not what I would consider like normal, like well-adjusted behavior. I would think that's like a, please look at me. Oh God, please just look over here at me. Please push the like button. Oh God, please push it. And she that's not- has so many issues and also her, you know, her son's asked her to stop doing it and yeah. she keeps doing it. Wait, Brittany? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that she has emancipation? She's she was like, just posting. Well, I think that her. I have a lot of conspiracy theories about the Britney Spears situation, but I would love to hear all. I of believe them. that her husband is a huge part of all of this stuff. If you know the, more about him and you husband. care to dig in deep, which I'm sure no one listening to this would ever care to do. Um, but yes, she was posting, or there were a lot of videos and pictures being posted of her by someone on her account and her son's who are teenagers were like please stop doing this like it's horrifying and what era of teen are we talking about like high school right? 15 and 6 17 15, 16. I don't know, they're, they're, they're getting older one of them is younger younger teens one like oh little, their dad it's like, like a posted, sophomore or junior senior their dad posted a video that was supposed to make her look insane where she was like yelling at one of the kids and like chasing them i don't know if she had like a shoe whatever she didn't do anything with it and then he put it out there as if like look she's so psycho and all of but, these mothers across the country were like fuck you but it started with her saying my kids don't want to hang out with me right they, they didn't make it public she right. said she did my kids she came o- my kids come over here and they go straight to their room and close the door and play video games correct then they asked if they could not come over for the next few visits and just right. be, you know like and then they everybody blamed the dad the saying he made that happen and then he was like check it out here's what they said here's a video and then everything kept going from there but, but like, the video doesn't show anything but a woman screaming at her teenage sons and all of these yeah. moms were like that looks like a really normal mom to me like you're trying to demonize her as being crazy which i don't want to talk about her mental health but i would just say i was in solidarity with that immediate response from so many people just saying like 
that's what it looks like when you're a mom with teenage boys. Like it's yeah. enraging, it's I've overwhelming. It, you it, really are trying to deal, and she's not you're like not a mom with teenage boys twice. I mean, you are their mom twice, two days a month when you see them. But there, you know, something happened. I would I would seek to say that it's more so if you're trying to be a genuine parent. I think that if you want to be the parent who sees your kids twice a month, I mean, I just want to say like I know a lot of dads that no one would even bat an eye if they saw their kids twice right. a month. That would be like super normal for them. Yeah. But okay, so if she sees them twice a month and she wants to be the Britney Spears amazing mom and like just give them everything that they want and let them do whatever they want and enjoy that lifestyle. I think that would be something that looks better to the public, but isn't appropriate as a parent. What's appropriate as a parent is I'm still your parent. And so I'm going to do the things. And if you're going to act out like, and I get frustrated by it, I also agree with her son saying, please stop posting all these videos. I just don't think she's actually posting them. I think her husband's doing it. Oh, yeah. like, and, but like posting to her account or yeah, yeah. I do. Yes, I do. And I'm not alone. There are many, many people who agree with but me. But is she not saying anything about that? I don't think she has access to certain things. To her I don't own think Instagram? I mean, she she posts and shares stuff, photos of herself dancing mostly. And yeah, like, but and some of them are years long, old. She does like show her titties like, sometimes. But it's yeah. years old, and some of them it doesn't look like she understands that that's what the video is being used for. Right, and so that Some puts, of it, when she's talking, you're like, so, she doesn't think this is being posted on to social media. Right, but... This looks like a very intimate, personal thing that's like silly or joking with your partner so or whatever this, it's very odd right but this brings us back to the crux of the whole like free britney argument where you're like i don't think that she should be under some kind of like whatever it was called like parental conservatorship, conservatorship mm -hmm. whatever you know what i mean i don't think that she should be under that but is it not likely that she does have enough mental illness where you're like okay don't take conservatorship over her but maybe should somebody who actually gives a fuck be looking out for that's her? why the dude that snuck into the wedding that was her ex-boyfriend everybody made him look crazy but then when you see him interviewed you're like i think he's just trying to be a real guy he's like yo this isn't what it looks like i snuck into her wedding because this guy's marrying her and doesn't like love her and doesn't understand and he seemed like a genuine friend he's and a I ducky i he that pulled is, a real ass duck. He did. I mean, he got arrested over it or whatever. But I did feel for him because when I watched him, that's what I go with my intuition. When I watch people in these you interviews, I'm intuition. like, what's my gut level feeling? And with that guy, I was like, I kind of feel like he's like one of my friends that if I just suddenly thought I was in love with some dude and I was marrying some guy <gasps> and they were all like, fuck, don't marry this motherfucker. And they were coming for me like, yo, you're fucking up, you know, like your good friends do. <laughs> That's what we want in life. Adam Strange we does We don't want to get people surrounding us that are all for you their own Look out for me. No, I don't protect fuck. me. <laughs> I have never told you to date or not date anybody. I could give a shit. Which is probably... That is on your dick, not mine. Oh, man. Well, I was trying to... Should like... I tell him... I don't think it's... I don't I don't know what, what flavors he likes to taste. <laughs> yeah. They're certainly not on your dick. <laughs> I was... It was weird. I was just trying to say, Adam Strange is my good friend. He's like, I don't give a fuck about you, bro. <laughs> it's not my business. <laughs> How you know? I've had a lot of friends that dated people I didn't like when I was young, and that's not something they want to hear. And I learned right, that well, early. I was like, Oh, if you're gonna date that crazy person. Before we wrap this up, uh, what I would like to say is that we never did get to investigate uh, the artificial intelligence. 
Oh yeah. Sexually sorry. harassing. I wasn't pointing any fingers here. We all we all we all traveled down this rabbit hole together. Um and uh maybe we'll just bring it up next week as not Did Jack you watch DVD. her? She which was it what was it her, called? With I think Joaquin. It was, with with Joaquin, yeah. I think it was her. Um but uh, yeah, we will not get into it now because we okay. don't have the time. But apparently, uh, there is. Hopefully, we'll get into it next week. Okay, so know. for your homework, astronauts, we want you to watch the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. So that when we reference it next week around sexual harassment from your AI, then you might be relevant. You'll at least be woke enough to know. I just like watching him. Uh, Joaquin, you like mm. the, the hair lip does something for you? Watching the Joaquin. He's got some new movie out right now where he plays a bunch you, of people. Oh, you're watching Phoenix, a.k.a. Silvery mm. Plath. Now, did you um, guys know that Kanye got married a couple days ago? I did. Isn't that crazy oh that Kanye God. is just gone from the news? To, like, he was oh. the, all of the news. He He's was, all over he my house and habit news. news. Jessica Krause, shout out to you. He, Wish you were listening. He also... Oh. Married a Have you seen her? Kim Kardashian lookalike for sure. No, I haven't seen her. I don't know. She's she one of his employees. I know that. She's younger she's hot, like, and she, looks, she like looks like Kim Kardashian and she's an architectural genius. Well, the funny thing is, why she did, places boulders and puts like a flat roof. I'm like, how the fuck do you get that job? Said, it was a Yeezy employee and I was like, is that still a company? Like, is there still a Yeezy company? She was the designer. Yeah, I know. I think it's a company. But Maybe I, they should have hired a shoe designer instead of a rock stacker. Maybe they would have had <laughs> shoes that didn't look like buttholes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just didn't think Yeezy was still a company. Everything I hear about Kanye is like, uh, the judge is looking for him because he owes $200,000. It's not going to go well. I can say that. Um, now he needs an accountant. Yeah. All right. You want to wrap it here? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. On behalf. Uh, oh, also, before we get out of here. Uh, fuck Elvis, but R.I.P. Lisa Marie. Oh yeah, she went out this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so well, she's I don't a Scientologist, know. so she's gonna come right back. Look, she's a Scientologist. She yeah. kind of may or may not have married Michael Jackson at a certain time, but also like, you know, we talked a little bit about when you uh, living a celebrity life under a microscope and being born into that that's like a nepo baby and, ooh, and her kids that was her kids make that up or that's what no that's called. it's a huge that's thing a huge in vanity thing right fair yeah, yeah they put them all on the cover nepo Haley, baby. in cradles Haley bieber's been wearing a nepo baby shirt nepo and then baby wow. shirt Char- yeah charlie xck came out like fuck you and like, some of them are like i'm not i really work super hard yeah. like a uh, fucking zoe kravitz yeah. She's like on the fence because she's partly like, but my parents are so famous, but she's like, but I work so hard. Like, do you think if you didn't right, inherit your like, parents' genes that mm. people would be so happy to take photographs of you all okay, the time? Okay, There's but also, photograph can, we, can we also just, if we're going to pluck one out of the Nebo No, she's only the on the fence because she's eat, like she's actually saying, yes, I am one. So I actually meant that in a positive way when I first said it. The no, rest no, of them right. are like, no, I'm not. I do and, all these things. I work super hard. And from just, just like separating out the politics of anything, Nepo babies, whatever. Like, because I do think Zoe. Good Krav- luck with that. All right, right, but because you, you can't, because you can't. But we're like, talking theoretically. We're talking theoretically. Just theoretically. Um, and she would I be do discovered. think, I do think that uh, Zoe Kravitz is uh, a really good actor. Um, but when just genetically. 
your father is Lenny Kravitz yeah. and your mother is Lisa Bonet. You are not born. You are exploded into the universe oh. as like, oh, so the two most beautiful people ever created <laughs> fucking created you and you are just you're you're no longer like to no fault or credit of her own like you're not really like a person who was born you're a force that the rest of us and have then to her fucking years, deal with her stepdad was jason momoa mm-hmm. while aquaman was popping and her know. whole like yeah vegan anti-vaxxer shit there is just yeah there's nothing that is their worldview just there, fyi and but just yeah the explosion of beauty from whence she comes she's almost like a game of thrones character thrust and time traveled into the 21st century well her response to nepo babies was was around the lines of like if my parents were lawyers or doctors i would probably be a lawyer or a doctor you know and it's like yeah i guess you know it makes sense i mean like not remotely but okay well no her her grandparents are because like if, if you're a judge I know, but did any of you follow in your parents' footsteps? Like, no, come on, that's do. such an archaic version. But of if life. you look around America, it's like eighty-five or it's more like being percent. Like, oh, of if judges. my dad I, was a teacher, I'd be an elementary teacher. But okay, like, whoops, he was a no, Hollywood star and a singer. Right? No, I kind of did follow in my mother's footsteps. Like, I definitely didn't follow my father's footsteps, who was like uh, literally. You a followed new, in your mother's a footsteps. Nuclear no, engineer. you didn't. Yeah, yeah, in, in a way, I did. I. You know, I live hand to mouth with some jobs I don't like. So, <laughs> and three kids as a single mother. No, no, no not, not that, remotely. Not that, 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 Relax, right? Buddy. That part. No, You're I'm not, right. I didn't do. I didn't do the struggles. I saw the struggles and was like, let me get out of here. Um, yeah, but I wasn't like a nuclear. My, my father was a nuclear engineer. But in the South, I wasn't that. The majority of judges in the South, their parent, their dad was a judge. Like the majority of men who are judges in the South, their father was a judge. It's a weird thing. You think of like what's it, Murdoch, who just killed his family? Like his daddy was a lawyer, and his daddy before him was a lawyer, and his daddy before him was. No, a lawyer. you know I'm not. And then some he killed his family. City fancy man. All right, yeah, we were supposed to end this a while ago. Um, on behalf of Adam Strange, aka the Poop Jouster, aka Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums. I've never jousted a poop. The Vice Count. Dirty finger says otherwise. Dirty appendage. And on behalf of Silvery Plath, a.k.a. Woko Ono, Alicia Silverstone, I am your host, Valio Iglesias, MC Onion, the Rapscallion, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. You have been fucking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario because the... Two wrongs don't make it right, but three wrongs definitely make it worse.